Hello, everyone. This is Christina DiGiacomo, industrial philosopher and best-selling author of Wise Up at Work. The Roman Stoic philosopher Seneca said, the greatest blessings of mankind are within us and within our reach. A wise man is content with his lot, whatever it may be, without wishing for what he has not. In this episode of Wise Up with Christina, we have a very special guest, Arjun Sen, who took me on a path of understanding what's really important in life. If you want to feel good and want to be reminded of the blessings of mankind and being content, this episode's for you. Enjoy. C-Suite Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Christina DiGiacomo. I'm really honored to have our guest today, Arjun Sen. I met Arjun as a Thought Council uh, colleague on the C-Suite Network, and he just really immediately connected and, and aligned with just a lot of what I'm thinking and feeling. And I just think he's a lovely person and just a beautiful person. And I really appreciate his ideas and opinions on a lot of things, actually. Arjun and I have gotten into some philosophical conversations, and he's told me some really great parables. And so, you know, he just really runs the gamut of being someone who's really smart in business, but also a really great soul. And so I'm so pleased to have him as a guest today to talk about looking forward and you know, who better than to introduce uh, Arjun, but Arjun himself. So hi, Arjun. Hello. It's such a pleasure. And, you know, before I introduce myself, I just want to talk about the first time I got a chance to talk to you. And within the first five minutes, I realized this would be a moment that would define my life. And I give myself credit for realizing at that instant and pausing and appreciating and soaking everything in. Because in today's world, what you brought me was connecting a lot of dots. I have been in the corporate world since 2001, was running marketing and operations for Papa John's Worldwide. Uh, just to brag for a second, was very successful to the point where my lifetime goals are achieved by the age of 37. But what I never understood that life has a balance, that everything that happens, something you have to give. And I was literally no pun intended, stealing time from my daughter. And that was the time when I realized how much that imbalance was impacting her. She was only eight years old. I quit. It's like I jumped without knowing what net is there on the other side. And that's the way the consulting started with only one purpose that I would be home, be a dad first, because if I can do two things, let me do one first. So consulting Zen Mango is most primarily about branding to help brand understand why you exist, both to the meaning of the brand, as well as the commercial success. Because once both unite and you are differentiated, that's the best world. So help them differentiate 
and finally help them understand and tell brand stories. Because in today's world, screaming does not work. You know, I believe that we are all in the feeling business, which means connecting to somebody's heart is the best way to build long-term relationships. So that's what Zen Mango is. I do a decent amount of speaking on secrets to win big. It's the same thing is connected. And I've written two books. The first one, initially, I was goofy enough to call it Raising a Daughter. And after finishing, I realized who was raising who. So at least I had a moment of super honesty. So I changed it to Raising a Father. And it's a lifetime journey. And I've just been, you know, introduced myself primarily as a father first because that's my identity. And then I wrote the book called Customer Karma. And one of the things writing of the book, it was connecting back to my grandma who raised me, was her lessons. And I just had goosebumps when I wrote the book because I could go back and remember the smallest of lessons she taught me. And so here I am. And again, truly honored to talk to you. Thank you. I love how you were bringing in your family into your narrative uh, and and making sure that, you know, they're just as much a part of your work and your life as anything. And I love what you just said about your grandmother and, you know, the stories and, and sort of these little nuggets of wisdom. I mean, I really believe that big things come in small packages and and humble packages actually big things come in humble packages and so that's really nice how you shared that about your grandmother um what a great introduction i i really can't say anything more about how amazing you are uh so you know given our kind of situation but i think even in any situation right there's always something that's teaching us there's always something that's presenting itself uh, that we are, that's trying to teach us something. And so I'm just curious from your point of view, you know, what is, what is the situation? What is a moment? What is something trying to teach you right now? And what is it teaching you? You know, I would go back to my grandma. And again, I never called her grandma. So I call her my G. That's what I called her. You know, the thing she told me at a very early age was you cannot control situations which means in any situation, you really have to have personal belief and belief in it could be spiritual or something else outside that you know that you will find a way to navigate. Because life is all about driving without a GPS or trusting yourself. She also warned me that in a situation, if you change, the situation wins. And I'll give a very simple example. You know, I was not the strongest, tallest kid. This kid was bullying me and called me a monkey. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to, yeah, I was 10 years old, wanted to fight, but I was smart enough to realize he's bigger, smarter than me. You know, I didn't. I came back. So my grandma told me, look, there are two possibilities. If he has the power by calling you a monkey and turning you into a monkey, run like crazy. But if he cannot turn you into a monkey, just laugh at him because he does not know he's setting himself up for failure. And to connect the dot, years later, I was working with one of the top golfers. 
his secret in life also was on the best days he knows what all are happening things that happen the moment he tries to control them or react and go outside his comfort zone disaster strikes he just feels that he has to be the same person but have a different game plan and and my grandma my ji in kolkata and the super golfer finding this commonality and i really think that's the part where again during this time if you have to be who you are do little things differently and reach out to as many people as you can because i cannot come out of this alone we will come out of this together because i really think the moment we get we that means the energy of everybody else will just get me through and we'll be there stronger together i just i love what you're talking about because so first your grandmother and and that leader that you were talking about are perfect examples of how we are connected by an a constant inner wisdom how mm-hmm. different people in different time periods or different different places in the world can land on sort of the this same idea and and this notion of not being able to control uh, a situation and or you know not letting it control you mm-hmm. is really just a beautiful example of you know the the fact that our circumstances are outside of us but there's a truth there is an mm-hmm. internal truth of who we are that is unchanging mm-hmm. and that is that is a you and that truth is a universal truth so there's mm-hmm. su- such great wisdom and knowledge that that you're sharing here about who we really are and then this notion of our collectiveness mm-hmm. right and moving forward from from a place of that truth but together is extraordinarily powerful that's mm-hmm. such a great insight arjun absolutely thank absolutely. you are you having any audio problems or is it only me uh i'm i can hear you just fine okay. can you okay. hear me i'm good yeah okay great okay. so thank well, you for I'm that not... check in <laughs> on that <laughs> yeah if i may add one thing i learned from the other amazing woman in my life my daughter raka that life gives us wake up calls it's like it's not that i'm the only lucky person who gets these wisdom from my grandma from the golfer life is fair to everyone that means each one of us get these wake up calls okay. so the whole thing for me i feel is being in a mindset where when a wake up call comes don't press the snooze button just get up listen i don't have to change you know not every insight changes me but it stays somewhere make something else bigger so to me that answering the wake up call is so important because everybody gets like the world is there to help each one of us every day we just have to wake up and listen to that and that is exactly what you know the the whole question of what is something teaching you that's that wake up call and i love the i love that uh when the wake up call Thank comes you. don't hit the snooze button that's yeah. that's a gem right there that's you know hashtag we're going to hashtag that we're going to figure that out but that's Absolutely. amazing so 
Uh, excellent. Now, do you see anything shifting or changing or feeling like something needs to change or will change? Like, I, I just want to get your take right now on, on change and what may, in your opinion, uh, needs to change or will change. So if you look at, you know, during this time, somebody made a big mistake, but that was the biggest and the best mistake that person could have made. Instead of calling it physical distancing, whoever coined the term talked about social distancing. And that person, maybe it was irony, could not be more wrong. Because this is the time socially we have come so much closer. Okay? Whether it is friends from my high school, friends from universities, family members around the world. My mom talks about Zooming. Like, I can't believe, like, it should be, like, a, I would rather have my mom <laughs> use a square word before she says Zoom. So if I start going through, because I know there's a lot of uncertainty, and I'm not undermining the personal worries that we have. Some have it more financially, especially those who are going out and working. You know, bless them. Thank you for doing it. But to me, I personally feel that socially, we have come closer. And once we come socially closer because of the purpose of coming closer, it's adding meaning to conversations. Okay? Because I'm just finding it's a pattern I'm finding every time I'm collecting with a group. Two or three of us are connecting again one-on-one. -on -one. And it's, it's like a pattern for every meeting I find. I ask somebody, it's just like if we were all single at the end, I ask somebody out or somebody asks me out. So it is, and then we can do something together. This conversation is exactly the way it started. And, you know, if you go back to the two, 3,000 years back, our civilization took jump starts in communities, like Florence, where people, great minds were together and collaborating. I feel, you know, this is some kind of a, we are using this as a correction to come closer because that way of you and I talking where, okay, how are you? Like, like without looking at and just talking as we both focused on our smartphone, which I don't think is as smart. I really feel this is bringing us closer and making it meaningful closeness which I really am wowed by. Thank you. Uh, you know, I completely agree with you. And what I'm seeing, it, the way I'm looking at it too, is that there's a humanity that's surfacing. So all the values and things that we hold dear or may have lost sight of uh, mm -hmm. as well uh, are now surfacing. Mm -hmm. And so this whole notion of connecting with someone uh, and, and really getting to know them or, you know, the, the whole idea and you're absolutely right. Like social distancing has never brought us more clo closer mm -hmm. together. And I think a lot of that is a function of people are waking up and mm -hmm. realizing like, Oh, well we actually need each other. Right. Absolutely. And it's actually what I want. 
You know, there's like our inherent nature mm-hmm. and our inherent desire is actually to be unified. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our natural tendencies are around connecting, being mm-hmm. helpful to each other, uh, you, you know, bringing, bringing comfort and, and, and joy to others. And, and that is really who we are. And so, when we are faced with something that mm-hmm. challenges us uh, in in such a fundamental way, all of these things come up. And I have to say, I am proud to be a human being right now, mm-hmm. actually, because I am seeing some really beautiful things coming out of this, uh, to, to your point. Um, and certainly feeling way more connected to people than, than I ever have before. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, a couple of nights back, it was in one of the late night shows, I think Stephen Colbert talking to Trevor Noah mentioned it. And I started reflecting and asking friends all over. In US, it is not 100% there yet, but it will come soon. But rest of the world, in every country, they have never felt more united before. Okay? That's bizarre. Like that is... Like anybody I talk to anywhere, whether it is Poland, I've talked to friends in Dubai, you know, India, Singapore. It's like the divisiveness, the bitterness is not there. And to me, that is such a powerful thing as you start going through. The second thing I also am you know, thinking about is even some of the social organizations for religion, Every religion at different points of time, that is very important, had felt very severe persecution. And they came out stronger. But this is the first time all religions together are facing the same challenges. How do you remotely bring religious experience to people, especially an industry, sorry to use the word, which is very much about closeness. And the only way they'll figure it out is doing it together. So I feel that that's the part where that's a bigger hope. You know, when you talked about humanity, I just see is collaboration. I can see if it starts at a religion level to different interactions at a micro individual level, big things should come out of this because to me, it's all about the effort. We are all doing the right thing, putting the effort into each other. And magic, it should be magical coming out of this. So that's actually a nice segue into, you know, this question around, you know, what are you discovering about yourself? And what are you, or what are you discovering about the world right now? And I just wanted to hear from you. And, and this doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, business related. It could, but you know, what are you learning about yourself and the world, or your place in the world right now? I'm very impressed with myself that I could never be this calm. Like I just tell you, if you and I met, comes <laughs> back and. <laughs> And you did a forecast, okay, Arjun, sometime, six months from now, there'll be a day 
all your account receivables will have a question mark report. And you would feel bad collecting because a lot of the people are not in those jobs. You don't know where money will come the next three months. I would freak out. I would seriously that day find a shrink and say, can you give me some happy pills to get ready? <laughs> I'm okay. It's, it's like, that's the bizarre part is I am waking up every morning excited because now this has forced me into a routine that I follow every day. I'm excited about the new people I'll meet. All my friends, like you, will get to know more. I'm like the little kid who gets to talk to different people, learn more, and help others. Because that's the biggest thing I'm learning is if I can't do things for myself, I try, I do. But rest of the time, instead of binging, I would help somebody else. Because this is the time to get the whole you know, and I don't say that in a trivial way, but literally we can rise all together because that is very important. I didn't, I didn't think I had it to me. I just, you know, would have freaked out, like lost all my hair, but I am very impressed and I am impressed with everybody around me because everybody's life is full of uncertainty and how people are dealing with it and still giving. And of course, it started with, I think, you know, the first coding happened with toilet paper. And I think that taught us the lesson. If it happened with rice or something, we wouldn't have realized how petty it is. But I really think for our civilization to start the hoarding with toilet paper, which is like, I want toilet paper and you should not. Okay? Think, we, it had, like, it's like a Steven Spielberg script that is happening to teach us guys, wake up, okay? I have even talked to friends of mine who were holding toilet paper by saying, guys, think for a second. If you and I live next to each other, you having all the toilet paper and me having none is not good for our neighborhood, okay? And they got it, they were laughing, okay? But that was, where I, I think all these are mind meanings, they are there if you find them. But look around you, you are so calm, you must have had you know, difficulty in your business, and how are we doing this? You know, we had this thing deep inside and this has brought us, which means in future, in calm times, wow, we will be running so fast. It's just like, I'm so wowed by this whole thing. That's beautiful. So I wanna, I just wanna react to a couple of things that you're, you're saying, you know, when I, when we focus a lot on the accounts receivable, right, we become limited or identified with the accounts receivable. Mm -hmm. And in absence of that, what else could we be identified with? Well, our true nature and our true yeah. selves, which is really what is bringing that sense of calm. Because, yeah. and reinforcing that everything is going to be okay because you're ex having an experience that aligns completely with who you are. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, so 
I love that you're, you're, that you're surprised, you know, yes. If I, if the person I am now or the, you know, goes back in time six months ago, almost a year ago and says, okay, this is going to happen, but you're actually going to start a new podcast, release a book, like Mm -hmm. talk to all these really great people. I would, I, it would not compute because I would have been in a very different mindset that was all about, you know, different, it was a different measurement of how I lived my life as opposed to now. So you bring up a really important point. And the other thing that you said that I think is really amazing is this notion of we are now building a, I guess, collective competency around being calm in a crisis. So imagine when things are calm, like all the incredible things that we can do together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the part that if, Arjun from 2019 June or March, April was talking to Arjun today. That Arjun will say, hey, you're in denial. I'm not. But but I understand when I call a friend of mine, Josh, in a company who has been let go, life is bigger than accounts receivables. I'm worried about him. I have five other places I can make money from. And, you know, to me, it's, that's the human part comes out is what can I do for him instead of saying, can you tell me who to talk to now that you're fired? No, like I can do that another day somewhere later and knowing him, he'll take care of me at the right time. But I think it's, it's like, it's a bizarre, it's, bizarrely amazing way of looking at life and everybody's going through it at the same time. Excellent. I really can't, you can't put a finer point on this entire conversation than that right there. So I, I just thank you so much, Arjun, for, for being on the looking forward project and for sharing your wisdom and your, thoughts and your insights and your stories about your, you know, your daughter and your grandmother and just absolutely beautiful. It's such a pleasure. Now, I, I just want to give you a, an opportunity to tell people how they can find you. You mentioned your two books. If you could just let, you know, say, say what those books are again and how people can find you, that would be great. Yeah. And if I may add one more thing behind it, please. Of course. So you can find me at Arjun at arjunsen.com. So that's where you can find me, first name and last name. And then I also want to share, during this time, I was always scared to do this project. I started it 10 years back, called it Karma or Karma, never had the courage to move forward. But I felt now is the right time, and I'm this close to launching a site called 311challenge.com. And, you know, it's like, It's our responsibility to make this a better world. So the challenge is very simple, that if we can just connect with three people, connect could be a simple hi. You know, a friend or a family member who I have not talked to will be delighted if sitting from Denver, I call that person. Second, if I can take little time to brighten this person, somebody else, just take little time. 
And third, which is most important, is do something nice for yourself. Because Audrey Hepburn had this beautiful quote, you have two hands, one to help others, but the other one is to take care of yourself. And once this challenge, you know, complete the challenge, then you come in and put stories there. And the whole thing started with a visual of a map of the world with stories popping everywhere. Right now, there are 80 plus stories there. And I think that one day, so many stories will be there that all of us, adults, and maybe kids too, we would wake up, go to a site like this just to read. And I also want to make sure from day one, this is commercial free, nobody makes money, no logging in, because the very fact we have one more good news, that is bigger reward for any one of us than anybody making money from something. Like money comes and goes, but the good news stays forever. So just had to talk about it. It'll be 311challenge.com and it's coming out hopefully in a week. So truly an honor to share that with you. Thank you, Arjun. Yes, and thank you for, for telling us about this project. 311 Project uh, is just an incredible, I, I've had the opportunity to take a look at the beta version. It is an incredible interface, an incredible opportunity to, um, to connect with other people and I'm so grateful to you, Arjun, for you know putting all of that together and 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 being kind of the steward of this sort of human uh, connectivity, if if you will, and and bringing us closer together. So again, thank you so much for being for being a guest and and talking with us and sharing your insights and really appreciate it. Absolutely, thank you. Okay, thanks. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.